Welcome to the beer aisle with all of its colorful cans, bottles, and boxes. It's one big marketing game, and expensive doesn't always mean good. And that's why we're always on the hunt for good swill. Our team of experts includes industry insider Brian, who guides us through the beer world. Better equipment and better ingredients. And our easy-to-please outsider Matt, who takes us into his world. From about 18 to 30, <laughs> I retired. <laughs> and I hitchhiked across the United States a couple of times. And I'm your host, Blaine, once again trying to keep this train on the tracks. We tried the cheap stuff so you don't have to. This is Good Swill Hunting emphasis on trying yes exactly well you know we never keep the train on the tracks and we do what try fun would that be it wouldn't be fun and no. you know that's why we say it because it's a challenge to keep it on the tracks and it just never happens watch yeah. your speed casey <laughs> and and the, driving that train and <laughs> one thing i love about the open we always talk about matt and uh you know uh, your stories are, are crazy but uh they're true uh, you've you've been hitchhiking before, and we've we've done this story before. But you've been hitchhiking. You've worked at crazy places, um, and in normal places. But you've had a lot of different jobs, and you've gone I, out. Of, but but we appreciate your life I, experience. I, I've been blessed. You have been blessed, and uh, we are so blessed to have you here. No stop. And, and, it. and Matt, this is a compliment. I feel like my life is not fulfilled after <laughs> listening to your stories. I feel like I've just lived a lame life. Well, we have compared to, to Matt's yeah. uh, wild wild side. Well, go, let's go get arrested tonight. Uh, see, then, then that's where the conversation yeah. stops. No. <laughs> no, I'll hitchhike somewhere. I'll hitchhike somewhere with you, but I'm not going to jail with you, buddy. Yeah. You know, it's hard to hitchhike in pairs. Uh, well, in, oh, in, in pairs? Yeah. I always hated that when you'd get to an on-ramp and there'd be somebody else there. And back in the day, the protocol used to be you wait for them to get a ride and then you get your ride. I feel like it's hard to hitchhike nowadays at all. There are people who will hopscotch you, you know, and they'll just go around you and they'll they'll try and catch the next ride. I'm like, you dick. Oh, wow. (laughs) Well, you know. uh, What kind of people pick up hitchhikers is what I want to know. I've seen hitchhiking, like maybe making a comeback. Like I've seen people hitchhiking when I I hadn't seen it for a long time. In this economy, let me tell you, I have had to cut back my beer intake on weekdays, on work nights, to six a day. Yeah. Well, you know, you know <laughs> but but way you bring that up. It's not funny. It, it, it isn't funny, but it is interesting because I was uh, shopping for beer for future podcast episodes, and I was at Lidl, and I was at Aldi, and I was like, well, and I called my wife because I don't, I don't, she does the shopping, you know, it's not because she's the woman. It's just that we have a division of duties. I do other things in the house. She does the shopping and I pop and I'm like, honey, like this doesn't sound like a deal to me. She's like, oh, you haven't been grocery shopping in a while. That's actually a deal. It's insane. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll leave with like two bags of groceries and have spent over 50 bucks. And I'm like, what? And I, and it's not like about crazy stuff, you know? Which is why this podcast is so important. Yeah, we're trying to we, find the cheap beer. We're helping people. We're helping people in their time <laughs> of economic strife to make sure they could still get plowed off a of beer that tastes good. Exactly. We're and here for you. We're here for you. We're doing all this for you, not yeah. because we like drinking beer or anything. No. On, right. We're on your side. I'm crying right now. <laughs> well, um, you know, going back to Matt and how much we appreciate Stop him. Um, yeah. You know, uh, 
you know, Brian, you you guys bicker, you know, and, and we know he's he's we got bicker? a big. He's, we know he's got a big mouth, and he you know talks some smack. With me or him? Uh, you. Oh. Uh, yeah, but you guys both have beards, and you find calm. But this guy's got love for you, and I'm I'm gonna let you. And all, I, I have love for him too. I'm gonna let y'all have a moment here. Uh, we got a little little surprise. Uh, yeah. Uh, Brian, you go ahead and take. This yeah, I am. I'm an, what the hell? Yeah, I I, I actually bought you a gift today. <laughs> um. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, we're gonna capture this moment. I bought you a gift today. I was at oh, Lowe's. Stop it. Hold on, hold on, and, now, hold on now. And I just this this to me scream Matt. It says Bush Beer Soap, made in the USA. Oh my god! And, and because he's a mountain sized guy, it is a mountain sized beer soap. And I bought this for you, dude. Bro, because that's bro. love. That's love right there. If we didn't have a big piece of wood between the two of us, I would hey, give you a hug. <laughs> come here, come here. Bring it in. Bring it in. Bring Damn. it in. Oh, oh, you guys are so sweet. Oh, that's the most awkward hug ever, that, right there. Mountain-sized beer soap. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Our beer insider has gifted our beer outsider bush soap. And and I did this because bush he, beer soap. He smells like bush beer anyway. He might as well just actually hold it up like a kid on Christmas now. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm so excited! I'm, so excited. I'm taking pictures. I'm documenting this all here. Um, that was really kind of you, Brian. Yeah. Uh, no, tell, what's the inspiration behind this gift? Other than that, uh, our beer outsider loves bush ice. Well, I was at Lowe's today and I saw it. Ooh. Oh yeah, yeah. It? I walked by it and I was like, "Hold up!" I was with my wife and I'm like, "Hold up." She's like, what do you what do you see? I'm like, I picked it up. I'm like, I'm, I'm bringing this for Matt tonight. And she oh, thought it was hysterical. The, the smell's wafting through the studio. Here. I haven't even all smelled right. it. Right. We're, we're gonna we're gonna review the smell of this oh, soap, okay? okay? Um, and we don't we don't <laughs> normally we don't normally review uh, soap here, but we're gonna give it a. Um, oh, this stuff is pungent. Oh my goodness! You crack open this box, man. This is a massive bar of soap, okay? Uh, Brian, go ahead and give this soap a sniff. Well, that's really good it smell. It's a soap. huge bar of soap. Some parts of my body are huge. <laughs> yeah, your boobs. <laughs> oh man, it doesn't smell like beer though. It smells like soap. It smells like Bath Body Works. Yeah, I know. I'm a little disappointed. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you thought you wanted to smell like beer. I did. You know? I figured Matt smells like beer all the time. Make his soap smell like beer. And JP got me a shower beer holder. It's a little suction cup thing. Well, his his wife, bless her heart, bought me for a for being su- married to him. <laughs> got me a shower beer holder. So okay. it's a little thing that suction cups onto the side of your shower. And you and, just put the beer in it, and you put the beer in it while you're showering. <laughs> so yeah, every once in a while, it's been a it's been a minute since I've reddited any shower beer pictures, you know. But uh, well, that's a that, that is a very nice gift, and you know yeah. what? I've seen that and. I've almost gotten it for you, but I'm so glad that that Brian and his wife, you know, uh, you, you know, know, it's funny is uh, an ex girlfriend of mine that I'm friends with on Facebook uh, just celebrated 19 years sober, and I thought, oh my god, how could you do that? Oh man, I can't even go 19 hours. <laughs> and, you know, I'm kind of curious because they say that oh, some of these new soaps, oh, your woman will be able to stay off you. If it actually smelled like bush beer. I'm like, isn't that meant more for the woman? Because she could wear that and Matt would be all over Misty. Like, oh, Misty, <laughs> you smell like heaven. Matt potion number nine. <laughs> right? There you go. Better than the insect pheromones that he would pull out. 
that was a former job of, of Matt's that we brought up numerous times where they he worked for a company that harvest uh, that it harvested called, insect pheromones. No, they were actually chemicals from China, which is even scarier. But uh, probably could have cooked fentanyl in that lab at Century Biologicals. Oh man! But uh, yeah, yeah. We, insect pheromones for use in agriculture. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard it all, folks. There you go. All right. Well, um, shall we get to our, our featured beer of this episode? I don't know. I'm so distracted <laughs> now by this box. <laughs> this, have we even mentioned the beer yet? Um, we have. No, not. we haven't. We've been uh, we've been infatuated <laughs> with this bush beer soap that's in a massive box. Uh, I would say this thing's the size of one of the large hey, ma- matchboxes. Before we move on to the beer, I would love to see more disclaimers like this. Never tested on animals. Just bad interns. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it says there on the beer soap box. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right we, we're glad Brian, they tested it on their Thank you interns. so much. I will cherish it. I don't know that I'll use it anytime soon. Because oh, I, I would don't... totally use that. Would you? Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys use soap? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Once a week. <laughs> yeah. my, my, my water is hard enough. I don't need soap, but... Uh... <laughs> I usually have something else hard in the shower with me. Oh, boy. All right. What's uh, his name? That's my cue. That's my cue. That's my cue right there. All right. Choo-choo. All right. Our featured beer of this episode is El Presidente. Can I say the word hard? Uh, say whatever you want at just, this point. Just not boner? Yeah, whatever. Um, El Presidente, Pilsner-style beer from the Dominican Republic, purchased by Matt our beer outsider at compare foods, uh, at compare foods, compare, compare, uh, nine ninety nine for a 12 pack of bottles, green bottles. We know how much Brian loves green bottles, green mm-hmm. bottles. Um, and, uh, so users give this a 2.9 higher than our last beer we reviewed, which is Foster's came in at a 2.78 and, uh, un- un- untapped uh, describes us as a Dominican icon of quality and pride. This leading product of great tradition has maintained a vigorous presence in the local market for almost 70 years and has kept a strong linkage with freshness, entertainment, and young adults. Okay. Presidente is a Pilsner-type beer made from top-quality raw materials, and that definitely makes it the best beer with a real taste. Matt, uh, you've been raising your hand through that whole description. Well, just because you brought up the Fosters, I'm sitting here and I'm going, oh, Maybe I'm starting to catch a little bit of a... We never said... What was the ABV on the Fosters? Uh, It was five. Five? Five and a half on the Fosters. Five and a half. Oh. Well, I'm surprised it didn't work better than it did. Um, What's this one? No Tango. No Tango. I don't know. Um... Okay, I'm going to write down that moment of silence. It's a 5%. 5%. All right, so. um, This beer is a 5 percenter. Wow. (laughs) So when I checked this out, um, uh, it had a lot of check-ins from the Caribbean, and uh, there was a check-in from a South Florida Cuban restaurant. Yeah. Um, It's in a green bottle, you know. Um, We've talked about green bottle beers, and uh, typically they're associated with skunk yeah and we know matt loves skunk i do love skunk. so um i think it's time for us to crack these open and just see and, how much skunk this has and this really doesn't fit the budget model me and i worked with the last beer we did fosters came in at eight cents an ounce and this is 14 uh 16 
something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, it's a little pricier, um, but I guess they're trying to be in that. Um, I felt classier. like nine ninety nine a twelve pack was pretty pretty legit. Yeah, is there anything you could compare this to at all? I mean, honestly, I would can pop this in against like a Mexican lager. Um, because I don't know of many other Caribbean lager. I don't red stripe, I guess, and I'm, I'm off the cuff of my you know pants coming up with red stripe, but I don't know what that costs. But like uh, Corona is at nine forty nine, so it's it's a little bit more than Corona. Um, for uh, you can get a twelve pack of Corona for nine forty nine, six pack. This was a twelve pack for. Oh shoot! Really? Yeah, yeah. for nine ninety nine. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. So now, Total Wine has. They a, had twelve packs for nine ninety nine. I did not buy the twelve ninety nine or the nine ninety nine twelve pack. I bought a six pack for a little more, just because I knew I didn't want twelve of these hanging around. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You bought. You paid more for less. I did. You weren't a math major, were you? I say we crack these open and see uh, what the taste is like. What do you say? Absolutely. And that. Uh, what? Describe the bottle for us. Uh, hang on. I just pop my beer there. It's, uh, it's very simple. Green with a uh, red border around a white field and a uh, what looks to be a wheat thing. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it kind of looks like a wheat sprig. Uh-huh. Um, Red at Presidente the top. Presidente Pilsner style beer, and it's got beautiful bubbles. I rolled mine around oh. on this piece of carpet here. Yeah, to, it's got. Yeah, it's bubbling. Authent- authentical. Well, I'm not reading that. Never mind. Forget it. But it's. Uh, it's Go ahead. Anglicize that. It does say St. Louis, Missouri, on the bottle here. Um, of course, um, brewed in the USA for a fresher taste. Let's go ahead and get our sips in. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I would have been nine forty nine for this. Oh, come for on. A six hold pack. on now. Hold on now. First sip impressions. Let's roll it. It was a twelve pack for nine ninety nine. It's time for first sip impressions. Keep the first sips going and the swill flowing. You know we buy the cheap stuff. As little as five cents an ounce would keep us happy. Check out goodswillhunting.com and click donate. All right, Matt, since you purchased this, I'm going to let you do the and honors on the... Let's drop in the actual ounce price. Eight cents an ounce, and now that I have it right. That's super cheap. Yeah, that yeah. Is, that's a budget beer. All right, Matt. Hey. First sip impressions. Well, uh, my first sip impression is if I was in the... Like at an all-inclusive resort in the DR, I would be down in these bad boys all damn day. Um, it's not. It's not awful. It's... Certainly drinkable. It wouldn't be my first choice, but maybe it would be depending on where I was. And, you know, if I was at an all-inclusive resort that, you know. Did you get any skunkiness? No, not really. Really? Okay. Brian? Yeah. Um, I I have actually have a history with Presidente beer. Um, it, it's very popular, as Matt alluded to, at an all-inclusive resort in the Dominic- Dominican Republic. I've been down there a few times at those uh, resorts and drank uh, more than my fair share of them. Um, <laughs> having, you know, gone to school, you, you know, in Miami, uh, it's a it's a very popular beer in Miami. Okay. Oh, yeah. But I haven't drank this since I've been in Miami. And that was, I graduated from Miami in 05. And your palate has, involved, has evolved since then. I don't know if it's evolved or the beer has changed, but it's not as good as I remembered. We'll really? just say that. Hmm. Uh, yeah. But I need more time with it. I, I would say I need more time with it also, but um, first impression, you know, honestly, not too bad. It's it's kind of smooth. 
Um, it's a kind of sweet, surprisingly. Yeah. Which I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't realize. It, I didn't. Wasn't ready for the sweetness. I, I was ready for skunk. I was so. And, and, and there's no 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 finish at all. No bitterness. No. It's just like you take a sip and it's like. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. I don't know what to make of it really. Yeah. Um, uh, would it taste good with a lime? They serve it with lime a lot. They do. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, well, but Matt didn't bring us one. So this is a um, this beer has scurvy a, dog. <laughs> this beer has quite a following, and um, it's in a lot of places. It's at you know all inclusive resorts. Um, it, from what I've read, it's a it's a very like proud beer of of the Dominican Republic, and um, I guess this is my first time ever having it. I've never had it before, surprisingly. Me um, either. But uh, but we're kind of in for a lesson here. This beer it has it has some headlines associated with it. And Brian, what's the deal with this beer, and and why is it? Uh, it seems to be a loved beer. It is a loved beer. It, it really eludes that. Uh, Dominican Republic culture, um, and there are a lot of Dominicans in the United States, which is why where it is, it is sold most is in Miami or in New York City. Those are the two hot spots because that's where the largest pockets of Dominicans live in the United States. Um, and, and in fact, today, you know, their their chairman is a Rod. Oh, um, he's a Dominican, um, and you know they they put him as their chairman. I don't know if that's just like a for them, a, a, a spokesman. That's a um, big deal, though. It is a big deal. Yeah, it, d- it definitely gives them some cred. But the brewery itself was founded in 1929 by a, think back to the Fosters episode, folks, an American. <laughs> United States industrialist Charles Wanzer. Imperialist um, dog. He was the, uh, he opened the brewery in the Dominican Republic, and it was the first brewery to open in the country. In what year? 1929. 1929. And he went... That was well after the age of imperialism. Well, he went after the name El Presidente to name it after the president at the time, uh, Leonidas Trujillo, who was literally... He wasn't a president. He was a brutal dictator for about 30 years. Um, And so politically, how do you get yourself uh, approved to brew beer in the country? You name yourself after the dictator. And that's what he did. Really? And, okay. And at I'm surprised first, it's not called Trujillo. And it was, well, because he, the, the president, he was actually called El Presidente. Oh, that's yeah. how they referred to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it was actually a dark beer when it was first brewed. I saw that yeah. out there, yeah. And then, is, this is not dark. And in the 1960s, it became a lager, um, which is the recipe we're drinking today, which is when the El Presidente officially died. So, you know, when he died, I'm wondering if that had to do with the fact that um, he was no longer around. That they, yeah, like, yeah, I wonder if the recipe was because it appealed to the president of the country. Yeah, like, we got we to gotta make dark beer because that's what he likes. Yeah. And I wouldn't just say he died. I don't know if he died. He just wasn't president anymore. Maybe he got overthrown. I, 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 I didn't look up my history on him. I'm sorry, if, guys. I just, that's know. okay. It's all right. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. Don't, don't yeah. get mad at me. But we're not a history podcast. That's right. Um, and then in 1986, it was bought by the cigarette company, uh, company Grupo Leon Jimenez. And then this is really cool. They uh, In 2007, um, they actually, this beer became the official beer for, wait for it, folks, the University of Miami hurricanes oh, gross. and of the orange bowl uh, 
I'm just surprised a college would would come up with an official beer. Well, think about it though. We didn't play at a school owned stadium like oh, yeah. Seminoles. Yeah, that you we played, played at the Orange Bowl. Now yeah. we play at the Dolphin Stadium. Yep. So beer was served at all of our college games. So um, hence we had an official beer as a university. So that in 2007 it was the official beer. Um, in 2012. Uh, a, a, a branch of AB InBev called AmBev. It's the Brazilian branch. They took over majority ownership of the beer, and that's when it became more popular in the United States. I, okay. I, up until that point in time, it was only really found in Miami or New York. And then after AmBev brought uh, took over owner, uh, majority ownership, you could find it in more places throughout the United States, like here in Charlotte. I know they've had it in Charlotte for quite some time. Um, so and, yeah, and Matt, you had mentioned this beer a few times in the past, and you, what made you want to buy this beer? Well, price. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't sell it at my normal grocery store, so mm-hmm. I have to, I have to travel through the. What's your normal grocery store? Food line. Food line. Okay. So I had to travel through the rougher part of Charlotte. If you're familiar with Charlotte's history, it's uh, Hidden Valley. And no offense on Hidden Valley, I know they're trying to overcome their past but uh that's where compare foods is where, it, where we found regia and other treasures there are treasures to be found yeah. down yes, there exactly. and the, welcome back baby to the poor side of town and yeah. uh yeah so it appealed know, to you it, it did appeal to me you know kind of reminds me of is uh imperial yeah. out of costa rica yeah which is, is interesting because we go on vacation right and we come back and try to find these beers in the united states and I remember coming back from the Dominican trying to find Presidente. And when I was in Costa Rica, I came back trying to find Imperial. Mm-hmm. And, and you, I, at one point, you could find it at the Harris Teeter. Well, they have it, or they used to have it. I haven't looked for it recently at the uh, Compare Foods where I bought this. Mm. It was just pricey. Yeah. You know, pricier than I want to pay for Imperial unless I'm got my toes in the water and my ass in the sand. <laughs> yeah. And, and there is some controversy behind the beer. I read articles years and years and years ago and so long ago that I couldn't find things on Google. Um, but there was a rumor at one point in time that there was some antifreeze in these beers. Oh, wonderful. Enough that it wouldn't hurt you, but enough that the refrigerators get you, get you effed up well no the refrigerators that were given to the bodegas and the little stores in dominican you mean the bogotas yeah they were they were it was cold enough that most beers would freeze but presidente wouldn't because they didn't want you to put any other beer in that fridge but presidente we don't know that for sure though no and i remember reading it and i googled the crap out of it. i had my wife who you know is good at this stuff trying to google it as well we couldn't find any info oh man but i remember that, in like the cobwebs of my brain if i was a brewery i'd bury that one deep yeah what is that propylene glycol or yeah sure uh. <laughs> All right. Uh, I say we do last call on this because I'm ready to talk about kind of my thoughts on this beer. They've had their fill. Now they'll rate this swill. This is Last Call. So what this beer makes me think of is kind of like time and place, you know? And um, it's really crazy how where you drink a beer 
uh, the weather, what you're doing at the time. I, I really feel like those subconscious things have something to do with how a beer tastes. And, you know, sitting in the studio here... Um, well, they're not just subconscious, though. Because it affects how you... It affects your things. The weather, what the temperature like is like affects what you're drinking. That yeah. affects your taste. I mean... It really does. But, but it's like, like subconscious. It, I, if I were on like a... Physiological. I'm just envisioning a, a, a catamaran, like party boat, like in, in the hot Caribbean sun, you know... It's a beautiful vision, isn't it? Um, it is a beautiful uh, vision. You know, cracking this open, ice cold. Hot chicks and bikinis. It, it would taste so down. good. It would taste so good. And um, that's kind of what I'm thinking. I, I feel like this beer would taste really good in that situation. Um, but just kind of cracking it open in, in kind of a bar situation like this, I, I feel like it's just kind of, it feels a little watery. It tastes a little watery. It's a little, um, you know, I, I don't know, Matt. What are you? What are you thinking? What's your rating then? I'm gonna give it a. I, I'll go with a two and a half on it. All right. I, I feel safe at a two and a half because it's not bad. Um, mm-hmm. If I was drinking this, like, you know, uh, in Key West, you know, on an on an island of ground coral sand, I'd probably give it a three and a half. Oh, but in this situation, I'm gonna go two and a half. You know, I think two and a half is safe. It's cool. Um, <laughs> It would depend for me, like, if this was a buck of beer, absolutely, I'd pound the beep out of them. But uh, <laughs> You bleeped yourself. I did. I did. Um, you yeah. know, it, it, it it's smooth. It's clean. There's nothing wrong with it. El Presidente, mi Presidente, I'm okay with you. Um, yeah. I, What's I, your rating? I gave it a two and a half. Yeah. Two and a half. I'm Same sorry. as you. Brian. You never listen to me, Blaine. I don't. I don't. Um, Brian, what's your rating? You know, I, I I get what you're saying with time and place, but when I was in when I was in Mexico or when we were in Aruba recently, I felt like the beers had a crisper finish. And this lacks that, and that crispness is really helps quench the thirst. I don't think this would quench my thirst. I'm. I wanted to love this because I drank a lot of it when I was in Miami, um, I, I, but I, I'm not loving it. I, I'm not hating it, so I'm going to put it at a two. Um, okay. It just, I, you know, it's funny because a lot of these memory beers that, that I've had have let me down. Remember Tecate? Yes. I was expecting to love Tecate because I loved it when I was younger. Hadn't had it in 20 years. Hated it. Um, this one I don't hate, but it's not what I remembered. I feel like you just you try so much beer, and there's so much of it out there now that you you literally your taste buds rise to another level. Except for Matt, it's like when you get back with your ex. You know, it's never the same as the feels like the first time. <laughs> You're right. You know, I mean, it's like. Oh man, we had something special back in the day, and it, it's dead now. It's dead, but. You know, there's still something there, but yeah, it's just not the same. Yeah, Megan, if you're listening, it's not worth trying again. Oh, oh, oh. Megan, because you know she's listening. I never, <laughs> I never <laughs> knew thee. Doubt um, it. Well, um, this episode, last episode, carried us through uh, well into uh, November. Um, we're so glad you guys have been listening in. Um, 
this kind of got us to our next episodes coming up, which are going to be a lot of fun. Um, we're hoping to have some guests on here. We're going to fill our beer balancer position again. It's going to be a good time. I'm super pumped about those. Um, I, I, I don't know about you, Matt. I can't wait to go home and take a shower <laughs> with your and, with your beer soap. <laughs> and then you know what? I want to say this if, 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 to all you listeners out there, in particular, John, our former host. You keep sending us photos of beer that would be perfect for a podcast, and you keep saying that you're going to send them to us. Mail it. None of them have been shipped yet. Okay. You were the founder of this podcast, and you're leaving us high and dry and thirsty and needing beer. Beer that you know exists in the Philadelphia market that you're sending photos of us. And quit teasing us, okay? D-I-C-K. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I'm glad you got you got that out of your system. Yeah. Um, all right. We're going to see you guys in a couple weeks. Miss you, John. Uh, in the meantime, uh, hit us up at uh, goodswillpodcast.com. Email us at goodswillpodcast at gmail.com send us your thoughts we want to hear what you think and uh, join us in a few weeks we have some special guests coming up here on Good Soul Hunting thanks for listening oh and, and Instagram don't and, forget that oh, yeah don't forget yeah. our social media yeah. we're all over there too oh and we have a Patreon account and we have a Patreon account Hi, is a drink. Drink. <laughs> better than this <laughs> <laughs> alright we'll see you in a few weeks <laughs> <laughs>